Welcome back to Noah's Window. I'm glad you joined us today for a few moments to consider a thought or two from the scripture that maybe will help us as we go through our day today, draw us closer to the Lord. Um, We're still in Ephesians chapter 5, and I want us to just look at one brief little phrase in verse 21 today. And this is starting a new section. It's kind of an introductory sentence, but I think it's uh, worth stopping on and thinking about for a whole day before we jump into the rest of tomorrow. Because uh, what Paul is saying to us in chapter 5, verse 21, is he said, and further, after he's talked about how to live carefully and uh, uh, choosing, making good choices and what it looks like to live a godly life versus an ungodly life. And so he goes on to say, and further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, in our culture, there are a couple of um, challenges to understanding this particular admonition. And the first one is we live in a world, and this is not new, this is old, but we live in a world where people are quick to abuse one another. And so if you say to someone, you must submit to me and and you wish evil on them, then we all say that's wrong and no one is um, endorsing that, certainly not the Lord. So he's not saying allow yourself to be abused. This This is a different This is a completely different scenario. We're talking about an attitude of um, graciousness towards others, an attitude of unselfishness towards others, Um, uh, not not an abusive situation. Unfortunately, uh, many have used the scripture to um, license themselves in their their thinking uh, to harm others. But uh, if you're in an abusive relationship, I want to strongly urge you right now to leave that abusive relationship. And in fact, if you will let us know, we do have some resources where we can help you to get out of that abusive relationship. God never intended that. So that's not what we're discussing here. We're talking about an attitude of deference towards others. So he gives us um, a why. Submit to one another. And our human nature says, but why? Because they or that group or... Um, they, they're on the wrong track, or I disagree with them, or they were unkind to me, or we could just keep filling in the blank, couldn't we? Uh, but he gives us a why, and the why is um, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wow. Have you ever heard parents, and maybe if you are a parent, you've said this to your children, why can't you get along? Why can't you care about one another? And God is our Father, and we're in the, the family of the Lord um, if we've accepted Christ as our personal Savior, certainly we should be uh, loving toward one another and, and sometimes just being unselfish. Sometimes we don't have to have our way. Sometimes we can uh, serve another by allowing them to have a, a choice instead of our choice. So, it, you know, it's hard to distill this down to just one or two scenarios, but um, because every every different situation is very unique in our relationships with others. And so uh, I think... I think all of us know where the Holy Spirit kind of um, uh, taps us on the shoulder and says, you know, this is a time you could serve someone else and maybe not even get any credit for it, but just be a servant. So I wanted to, uh, in addition to that one little brief verse in Ephesians 5, I wanted to call call our attention to the book of Philippians, which in, in my Bible is just on the next page of the verse I want us to read, the verses I want us to read. And Philippians is a book or letter that Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. And he's talking about attitudes. And in chapter 2, jumping in in verse 5, Paul says to the people at Philippians, the Christians at, at Philippi, I should say, 
Uh, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Now, attitude is important here because that's that that um, that direction that we're pointed our spirit. That de- the desires that we are uh, nurturing in our own. Uh, heart and soul. And so Paul says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. So here's the attitude. And first of all, we need to remember who we're talking about. This is Jesus. If you've studied your Bible, you know that Jesus is creator God as equally as God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. So we have all-powerful, all-knowing creator God who willingly did what he's about to describe to us. Okay, so this is this is God who set aside his godness to do something. Verse 6 says, Though he was God, talking about Jesus, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. In other words, he was willing to release that. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Now, you know, it doesn't take much to get this scenario here. Uh, although it's it's so profound, it's hard for us to wrap our mind around. But this is Creator God who set aside his divine privileges. Now, try to, try to even imagine a parallel in your own world. What are the privileges that you have that maybe you've earned? Maybe you've earned these privileges. What would you be willing to set aside just to serve someone else who doesn't even know you, doesn't care about you, and may never give you any honor for what you're going to do, but you're going to just set aside whatever it is, whatever privilege, whatever position and power or privilege that you have, just set it aside to very humbly serve others. Now, now remember our parallel here. Let's, let's look at what Jesus actually did. He set aside his divine privilege, and he didn't just uh, come down and uh, you know, stay at the nicest resort uh, in America or in Europe or whatever. He came down in a time and a place where he was so humbled that he was a tiny baby to very poor parents and was even laid in a manger. This is how humble he was willing to be to serve us. He did that because he loves us. We didn't deserve it. He did it because he loves us. And that's the example we have. Flipping back over to Ephesians chapter 5, that one little phrase in in verse 21 before we dig into some of the details, hopefully tomorrow or the next time we talk. But let's just refresh our minds again on Ephesians 5.21. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And wasn't he, isn't he, the wonderful example to help us remember Uh, how much we've been served. We didn't deserve it. And the God of all creation set aside all of his divine privilege to come and serve us, even to the point of dying on the cross. So he has the right to ask us, doesn't he? Serve one another. Be kind and tenderhearted towards others and serve one another. Have that same attitude toward others that Christ had towards you. So that's our challenge for the day and i hope that encourages you i hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving yesterday and i I hope things are going well for you i know there are many around us who need our prayers and need our encouragement and we want to do that and i just want to pray for you this morning before we say goodbye for the day father thank you so much that jesus was willing to set aside all the splendor of heaven all of his privilege all of his power to come and humbly be born as a baby, live his life 
in very meager uh, situation and then lay down his life to die for us. We didn't deserve it. We're just sinners, Father. We failed. We failed so many times over. It was born in us, but we've made the choices. We're failures, Father. But Jesus did this for us and because he served us so selflessly, so dramatically selflessly, beyond what we can even imagine. He asked us, you ask us, Father, to serve one another and have that that uh, servant's heart and that spirit of humility and deference to one another. Help us to do that today, Lord, whether we're surrounded by family or friends or co-workers, wherever we are today, I pray that you'd help us to remember how profoundly we've been served so that we would have that same attitude and be willing to serve others. Thank you, Father, for all you've done for us. Thank you for all the blessings that you've showered on us, even this during this very difficult year, Father. Um, I just pray for those that are alone right now. I pray that you would be um, have your presence be with them to fill that void. Please just wrap your arms of love around them and take care of them during this time. Help them to know how much you love them. Watch over us as we go through this day. We're going to thank you for all the things you have done and that you are doing and that you're going to do. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. I have so loved hearing from you even today. This morning I heard more from people that wanted to share with me their, um, that they're watching Noah's Window. It's a challenge to me because I do want to be a blessing. And thank you for letting me know. And I appreciate your encouragement. I hope to see you next time on Noah's Window. God bless.